Tell me what you know about Swinging down the freeway Moving with no delay 45 now Fan we do this here the G-Way Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Northside Podcast I am your host with the most from the third coast We are inside the Northside Studios Which is on the south side I know I say this But nobody really fucking cares It's it's all one side Anyways, I'm intro- I'm not introduced But I'm Accompanied by a new band. This is some territory I have not done before. I've never interviewed a new band that is new. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, you know what? Just, just step outside for five minutes. No, uh, <laughs> Anyways, so yes, we have, if you want to introduce you guys, we are Shop 29, baby. Shop 29, Shop 29. Yeah. <laughs> Shop 29, uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, Ladies first, Mike. Um, I'm Elise. I'm the drummer of Shop 29. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome to say more. Um, my name is... Mike, I go by Mike Supreme on all my socials. Don't ask why I have that name. It's just fucking badass. Uh, I play guitar, and yeah, it's a great time. What's up, everyone? I go by Pyro. I play guitar, uh, also known as main character. Yeah! <laughs> and to me, also known as Kevin. <laughs> Kevin 2.0. Yeah. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> How's it going? My name is Ike, a.k.a. Pro Jetson, a.k.a. Over the top man, Mr. Don't Stop Man, aka Young Baxter, <laughs> might even be your own pastor. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been doing music for a while, uh, playing guitar for a little over 10 years. Uh, but, I, you know, I play bass as, as well, so that's my thing in this type of environment. So I'm going to go ahead and. I'm going to go ahead and. I'm going to go ahead and. I'm going to go this type of environment. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tyler, also known as Tyler the Tooth Toucher. Um, I am the vocalist, main lyricist, and saxophonist for this band. Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> That's Tyler, everybody. Your friends. So yes, I'm very excited to have Shop 29. So guys, can you tell me, like, what is the meaning behind the name? Oh, oh I got this. Mm. So... Well, this year I turned 29 years old, and we were like, you know, we all like shopping, but we need a number to go after that. And I was like, how about 29, because I'm 29 years old. And so, shop 29. I think next year we might change it to a different number, but we'll have to see. Shop 713. Mike can tell the story. (laughs) That was actually a really good humorous backstory. I'm down with it. (laughs) Forget the actual story. Fuck the origins. (laughs) We love shopping. Write it down, write it down. (laughs) Amazon Prime, baby, every week. (laughs) No, uh, Shop 29 
Uh, I know it's a, a very odd name for a band. It probably makes people think, is that a clothing line or something? So, In the future? Well, is this Forever 21, but for 29-year-olds? <laughs> like, no. Uh, so Shop 29 has an interesting backstory. Uh, so I've had a studio for the last, like, over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Studio 29. Um, but we never called it Studio 29. Everybody that shared that studio together was always like, hey, man, I'm going in the shop right now. I'm going to go in there, create some stuff. You guys want to join me? Come on in. So we always just referred to it as the shop, our little creative space, space we'd go to. And, of course, it being Studio 29, you know, Shop 29 right there. Mm-hmm. So, it, was, it was even a name of our group chat. Group chat for mm-hmm. a little bit. And, um, yeah, we were about to have a lot of different names, but this one had a lot of sentimental value to it, uh, especially for me and Ike, and, of course, now for you guys as well, <coughs> being able to have our last band practice in that studio because we actually lost that studio. Ooh. It got flooded out. It smells like poopy water, so, you know, we can't ever go there again. But, um... Damn. We yeah, did. We did. We, we, did. we did a photo shoot in there. Yeah, we did. It, it did smell like poopy water, luckily, but don't put anything on the ground. Yes, do not. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, yeah, every band I've ever been in, we have so much history there and so, so much good times. Um, it was the last place I saw Alan, who I mentioned earlier. Um, it's where I practiced with King Finn. I brought a more perfect union in there. Uh, had a band called Uncoming Traffic. Had a band called The Snails in there. It's like 10, and, 10, yeah, years, of, 10, 10 years, years of like experience. I mean, Ice Old Band, but just spending midnights and just all the way up to 3 a.m. in the morning, just chilling, hanging out, and making music with a bunch of random musicians. So it was, it was a damn good time. So we decided we'd name our band after it. And uh, run with it. It's an odd name, but you have bands like M83 out there, like you know. So it's sure. like, eventually, you're not gonna think it's odd. You're just gonna be like, yo, that's Shop Twenty Nine right there. Holy shit! I love that band a lot. I love that band. It has some other names. We had some good names. Tyler, do you want to share? Yeah, I got a list. All right. Tyler was an the name list. king. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold Here, on. Here's some names we were about to have. My favorite one. Our, only <laughs> yeah. our favorites, Tyler. Only our favorites. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to scroll up. Yeah. Should we do the? I have mine listed. Well, we'll do we'll do the top ones. Do the okay. funny ones. Oh, you want to do funny Let's ones? Let's do the funny okay. ones and the top ones. Okay, okay, okay. So, we have fart nuggets, <laughs> chorgo and the bean curds, boingo, and that's in all caps. Des- Despacito 3.5, honk disco, goosey woosies. This is a favorite. Ass mask. <laughs> we were so close to being ass masked. <laughs> yeah. Dorpin the Chingle Dingles. Uh, Michael Jackson. What a, very, um, very original right there. Yeah. Never been taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a few more, but... Uh, yeah. You know what? Let's go through it. We're, we're sour here. Sour cream and the boys. Sour cream and the, the, the boys was, was really sour good. cream. We were the boys. Yeah, yeah, you know. I like the ass ass ins. <laughs> yeah, we ass have ass ins, yeah. the ass ass ins, uh, Doja and the Cats, Panty Party, Crinkle the Kittens, Chunky Bonky. <laughs> Chunky Bonky was another yeah. good one. Yeah, we have Pluto yeah. is a planet. One of these names <laughs> might come back for a Halloween show. We have no idea. Uh, but I'd say ass mask. Keep Ooh, on the lookout for ass mask. Doja and the and the cats. Doja and the cats, baby. Boys. That's the Halloween show right there. We're all just dressed like Doja and the cats. <laughs> Each era of Doja cat. What would that look like? I call the original. It's very tamed. I saw time. a video today where she mess- she she dressed up as a cat. Cat. For the I, Gala. I saw I that and instantly. Boop. And uh, yeah, people were interviewing her, and all she did was meow. Yeah. 
I respect her so much for that. God, what a goddess. What if we go by Doja and the craps and we're like just shit emojis? Hey, cheers to that one, baby. Cheers to that one. Cheers, yeah. Clink, 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 clink. Different size, different color turds. Jesus Christ. All shapes and sizes, baby. (laughs) That's the new single, All Shapes and Sizes. (laughs) So anyways, anyways, how did all of you guys meet? I know if you are a Patreon subscriber, you heard the Groom Room, you kind of heard of us talking, you know, a little bit here and there. But this is a free feed now, so all you guys got to hear... This lame story. I'm just joking. It's not lame story. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, well, except one person. Um, <laughs> silly goose. Um, yeah, how did you all guys meet? So all of you freeloaders who didn't pay, <laughs> five dollars. Uh, just go do it. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'll start with me and Ike. I guess since that's the first person I met. Uh, me and Ike have been friends since sixth grade. Uh, We've been buddies for a long time. We used to make little comic books together of horrible things. We had a character called Buttman, who had a uh, who had an arch nemesis called Doctor Diarrhea. I want you to understand. We've been friends for a very long time. Um, we've had countless bands together. Uh, it's been a great time, and he's 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 like a brother to me. So it's really great making music with this guy. Uh, it's really fucking badass. Uh, as for everybody else. Uh, aside from Pyro, you're all relatively new to my life, and I'm really happy about that, actually. Uh, I met Pyro a long time ago, and I don't even remember that I met him, but I, I know I, I met him. <laughs> but uh, we Great went fun. to, you went to Hastings, right? Uh, the Slightly Superior School. The Slightly Superior. <laughs> So we went to competitive <laughs> schools, uh, but yeah, we, we knew each other through the grapevine, and uh, we both were in the metal scene of that that time period, and uh, we just kind of knew each other, and eventually we ended up in a band. You know, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner, but later is a lot better because this band fucking kicks ass. Um, as for Tyler, I was introduced to him through my lovely cousin. Hey, Kim, how are you doing? Hey, co-worker. I'm doing fine. How about you? I really like Peach. <laughs> she really does like Peach. She really loves Peach, man. She loved the Mario movie. But uh, oh, I, thought you, I thought you meant the flavor. No, like, not all. I mean, probably, <laughs> probably, probably like, just because it's all one of the same. Uh, does Peach taste like Peach? Ask Mario that question, <laughs> sir. I can't oh, answer that for you. Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyler, uh, we met through social media. Uh, my cousin was like, hey, I got this guy. He's looking for a band, you know. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not ready for a vocalist yet, but I'll keep it in mind. And eventually through time, we spoke to one another once I was ready to look for a vocalist. It turns out he was absolutely a wonderful talent and a, a crazy, amazing person. Like, he... He is such a fucking sweetheart. I enjoy your company. You are hilarious. I love your humor. And this man is absolutely a talented musician. Every instrument I've seen you touch so far, you've been amazing on. And his vocals, when you guys listen to our single this summer, I'm telling you, you're going to be absolutely blown away by these vocals on these tracks. They took our songs from an 8 all the way up to an 11. So can't wait to show you guys that. These vocals cured me of cancer. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Whoa. 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 
Whoa. Good thing we have the medical center not that far. Some of the best some of the best doctors in the world live here. There was positive intention behind that. We can recognize that, right? Alright guys, looks like your show's canceled. I'll show for a bit. Hey, this is y'all's show. I'm just just the the background character. Watch out, you know, someone's gonna look for anything we say wrong. (laughs) Oh, bingo, got Uh, it. Just messing around, guys. But yeah, um, I'm really. It it doesn't do that, but it's quite wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Elise, we actually played a show together. Um, our bands at the time, I'm still in the band, but her band at the time, uh, had a show at, uh, White Oak and it was a crazy, it was an awesome show from my perspective. Yeah. From her, it was a different account. She could share that maybe later. Someone, you know, or if you are subscribed to the Patreon, it's only $5 guys. Subscribe. You would have already heard this lovely story. The full story. The full story. I know someone's about to go pay that five dollars to check it out. <laughs> See, this I told you. This is why I love Mike. When I first <laughs> when I first met Mike, when Dalton and Mike came to my uh, my apartment to do their podcast, I was like, I'm in love with this man. This man is badass. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> making me blush. <laughs> But no, uh, we met that way. Uh, it was a short introduction at that show, but I paid attention to how you play because I, I enjoy drums. That's my initial passion. So watching another drummer just up there, I, I like to watch and see how they play and see what I can take from it. And you were very much, I said this before, just in the pocket. And we both agree. Yeah. That is a huge compliment for any drummer. Yeah. Huge compliment. Yes. Yes, Tyler. Truth and thoughts are coming up. Oh my gosh! We can't help it. We can't help it. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and we just kind of talked more on social media, and I was biding my time before I can just ask you to be a part of this band, and to where I too felt confident enough to ask you, like, okay, this music is the shit. I'm gonna ask you because um, I actually held you to a very like high standard because I saw you're playing and. You were part of a band that, from my perspective at the time, was just, like, doing pretty good. Um, so, you know, I just had to buy my time, then I asked you, and it was a great time. So now we're in a band, and we had a very awkward but interesting first meeting at, what's that place called? Avant Garden. Avant That was a good time. Was it was so time. cold. Yeah. It was so cold. cold. When was this, like, in January? Ooh, February, February, February. Yeah, Ooh, we are really so cool that day. We, I just have to say, we are so new. We hadn't met in February, but we didn't have our first practice until March. Um, but we have been grinding, like probably no band I've ever been in before, to get these songs down and just create and be ready for this show that we have coming up that we'll mention later, and to be able to record this single coming out. So. Yeah, but any of you guys uh, want to share something? So, your musical style, what can you compare it to? Or who can you compare it to? I would love you guys to share this. Oh, gosh. Now, class? <laughs> Go around and, uh, I mean, yeah, so what do, you, what do you think? Man, that's the hardest question anyone can ever ask. Every time they ask me this question, I just kind of stand there and stare at them and squint and go, ah. Because it's a big mixture of a lot of yeah. different influences that we've all had. Um, like, I definitely can hear, like, synthwave vibes, even though we don't have synths in our music right now. 
like I think about the midnight for example absolutely um, I don't think this is intentional, but ambient rock bands like Macari, I can definitely hear just because we like our reverb. You know who I hear? I know you I mentioned Voices? them earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> but uh, M83 for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know you yeah. mentioned them earlier, but yeah. That's... Speaking of the midnight, I have a funny story about the midnight. So picture this. It's 2020. February. Midnight's playing a free show at White Oak. Whoa. What? Yes. Literally, a couple weeks later, shut down. Damn. So I literally, that was the last band I saw before we all shut down. Oh, oh before wow. COVID happened. Oh, oh yeah. The dark times. Yeah, before COVID happened. It was really weird. I, I mean, I'd ne- I heard of them before, but I was like, they're doing a free show at White Oak. I was like, all right, dope. So I went. I like their music. It's very good. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. Maybe they'll, they'll play something else. <laughs> no. <laughs> COVID hit. And then yeah. we all were shut later, down. Yeah. yeah. Literally. I have the poster here, too. Because, uh, you know, they posted it, like, all around White Oak. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm going to take this. This is a nice little <laughs> memento. So this is a memento of, like, when my life went to shatters. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. When the world changed forever. Forever. Yes. But, no, yeah. So, sorry. That was a little joke. I mean, not a joke, but that was a story. Thank you for no, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I'm autistic. No, blame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, anybody here? Oh, now you're about to get canceled. Oh my god! <laughs> no, there's, there's a story. No, there's a so a couple months ago, uh, me and my ex were sitting down at a Taco Bell, right? And we're just eating, and she was telling me that oh, she's my cousin's son found out he's autistic. And I was like, okay, like I have autistic family members, so it's like it's nothing, you know. Um, so she was like, yeah, you're talking about the spectrum. She was like, we should take the test. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, take the test, whatever. So she, so she takes the test, and she's like, oh, I scored low. And I was like, okay, I was like, well, you know, what, is, what, what that means. So I, I did the test as honestly as possible as I could. And I scored, I think, out of 10, it was like a 5 or like a 6 or something like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, in my head, I'm like, I don't got autism. I'm not on the spectrum. She looks at it and she's like, I'm very concerned for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, she was very concerned. She was, she was like, you're high on the spectrum. I'm like, no, that's not possible. That's not, the only thing I'm high is up these, these Taco Bell tacos. But... Yeah. I, so I tell people I'm like I might be out doing this. This is a sign, this is a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is kind of like what the podcast is about. It's kind of like, like everything and nothing at the same time. It's kind of like like, like Seinfeld. That. So, yeah. but yeah, so Seinfeld. I'll talk about like very important things and then just yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. random things. Like, oh yeah, I found out yeah, I'm, I'm on the sure. spectrum at fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm sure. So, some degree, we're all there. I think everybody is yeah. some way. Yeah. I'll just speak to all my neurodivergent friends out there. There's nothing wrong with autism or your neurodivergency. You are loved and you are appreciated. God, you I think that makes you even cooler. God, you have such a lovely voice. Thank you. (laughs) After I graduated dental school, I did a year in... um, What was it? It was a preceptorship, and part of it was 
partaking in this program called Lone Star Lend, where it's a lot of education on um, neurodevelopmental disorders, including okay. autism. So I was like, nice. I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look out for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> doing a great job. He's like, you definitely know those <laughs> No. That's like, not why we have Tyler. Yeah, because some places, like, they don't have that, like, at all. Yeah. Like, that's not a familiar thing to them. So mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't know how to treat it and make it easier. And especially since you deal with, like, Teeth. I mean, mm-hmm. you obviously have patients who are probably, you know, who are artistic, and it's kind of like weird for them to like, why is this dude touching my mouth for some reason? You know. So and I do work with a lot of patients on the spectrum, and um, it's. I know this is completely like off topic from music, but I will say that it's. I, I notice that a lot of my colleagues are frankly afraid to treat patients mm. uh, with neurodevelopmental neurodevelopmental disorders sorry words are hard <laughs> and um, it's a shame because like, there are people too yeah. and yeah. with proper training which honestly I don't think is actually that hard to, to do but once you have the knowledge you can apply it and uh, like people who deserve care can finally get it there's this one channel on YouTube that I watch uh, it's called uh, Special Books by Special Kids. And, like, uh, what they do is they uh, take big uh, interview uh, people with neurological uh, disorders, right? Um, but, I, but and, and, like, you, you like, looking at, like, them give get interviewed, right? You see, like, you like you said that there are people, too. And you see that in, in it, like, because you, you, you hear them telling their story. Or like how they feel about life and everything, and it, and it's just like, damn, they're just a normal person just like me, like you know, and uh, and I, I think people are just like awareness of, you know, like of like how uh, yeah, and it's you know, it's all about know. just like interacting more. So I, I worked in an elementary school for a good amount of time, and um, I worked with autistic kids for about like maybe three or four years. Um, my first experience in there was it was it was pretty hectic i i didn't know what to do to be honest like it was it was just mayhem in that classroom um but as i just took a breath and calmed the hell down i was able to just really understand that each one of these children they just needed individual attention and they all learned in a very different way and you have to adapt yourself with that and just and just once you take the time to really just analyze it you you can easily adapt to it and and just like what you were saying earlier like you have some colleagues that are just like a little like oh, you know i'm not sure i want to work with them or something like that is in that same like uh, scenario it was like that in education for a little bit like there were not a lot of teachers or parents or things who wanted to work with autistic kids but because they required such you know individual attention but really when you dive in it it's not difficult whatsoever and you understand just a little bit better more of just like that spectrum of things so yeah it's weird how people kind of like freak out about things that are not we'll say normal in a way because it's like if it's anything that's like difficult to to like understand and comprehend they're like i don't want to deal with that i don't want to deal with that and it's really weird because it's like we live in 2023 we shouldn't have that mindset anymore but people still do so it's like i guess we still have some like learning to you know to understand and stuff like that i mean i like i said i don't i have a cousin who's autistic and I never appreciated how my family would talk about him because they were like, oh, like he has the mind of a five-year-old. Me, 
Meanwhile, the dude is the smartest motherfucker Wait, I've ever can, known. Can I, can I ask you? Yes. Does he hyper focus on on anything? Sometimes. He he has that face like you know in those memes where it's like oh shit face, mm-hmm. where it just zooms in. Yeah, I see that face and I'm like oh, some like he's focused on no, something. No, I mean like does he have like an you know like some people who are autistic they they really good at like piano or he was really good at drawing. Okay, okay. but he stopped. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so is yeah. it hyperfixation you're thinking of or savantism? Maybe it's hyperfixation. Like when you when you. Basically, like, just throw, like, everything at a certain art, like, uh, and you just, you become, like, really good at it. Like, I forgot who it was. The guy that was Rain Man, he, uh, he you know, he could learn, like, a song mm-hmm. just by I think that's once. Savantism. Savantism? Yeah. Is that different? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's different. Hyperfixation is just whenever you're, like, well, fixated on something. Okay. Um, whereas Savantism is, like... I think a more natural inclination towards oh. certain uh, talents, whether that's okay. music or um, visual arts or right. or math or whatever. Okay. I love how okay. educational this got. That's what I told you. We talk about everything. Brought to you by PBS. PBS Kids. Are you kids? You're cool. Yeah! <laughs> Not these kids nowadays. These kids are uh, weird nowadays. I forget about it. Huh? <laughs> no, so I was um, I was messaging a friend of mine earlier, and she had posted this TikTok video of, like, Gen Z and their new, like, lingo. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I forgot what it was. But she was, she was like, it's so funny how not that long ago we were in that position, like, coming up with, like, new things. Like new words, and then now we're in the position where we're older, and we're just like, "What the fuck are they saying?" <laughs> I'm still hip. That's pretty base. Yeah, yeah. What you're yeah pretty yeah. I I don't. <laughs> that's mid at best. Well, yeah. oh, oh my god. god. No well, you are the youngest ain't no, one, right? Ain't no cap. Yeah, I am the baby of the group. Oh, yeah. So you can please tell us what they're talking about. I wish I could. <laughs> some things like I'm, my girlfriend's just like four years older than me, and some things I say, and she's like, "What?" Like, what is that? So, so when you say dead ass, <laughs> like, like, okay, well, you don't know what that means. You don't know dead ass. It's dead ass. Like, you know. She's like, oh my God. Like, why? Please don't. And, Please stop. Like, I try to steer as clear as I can from that because, geez, some of these things that my generation is coming up with, I'm like, oh my God, please stop. This is painful to hear, but... I'm with it. Keep it coming. I say keep it coming. Keep being creative. Create new words. We need new words. It makes it fun. Yeah. You know? Make some new words, guys. You're doing a good job. You know what I noticed? Uh, All of these words come from the East, and then it hits us like... A year or two later, maybe five. I don't years know what later. observation you're having about that, but that's like, interesting. There's all like, like when you say the East, what do you mean? Or by sometimes, it, sometimes, it, no, I mean like like you, you, the U.S. or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, like like New York or sometimes it'll come from like California and then like it just like hits the, like the mid oh you know, area and then you know if you go east far enough you'll end up west. So yeah, yeah. see. You know what? I mean, you know what a word is east and west. You know. Yep. You know what word I started using more lately? Uh, swag. Swag. You bring swag. Back? I'm bringing swag back. Hey, have you turned your swag on today? <laughs> Not today. I didn't. Okay. Just gotta make sure. Hey, it's 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 charging. It's okay. okay. It's charging. It's charging. I always gotta plug. You gotta, you gotta always keep it charged. I have yeah. my swag on right now. Yeah, the um, Tesla swag. It's uh, yeah. It's pretty good. It's yeah. Good, yeah. 
Yeah. You got I got no oil needed. I got to plug into the garage, like just and just sit there until I'm fully charged. Always charge it at night. Free energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm like, wait. <laughs> What? <laughs> Did you swag Tesla? <laughs> swag <laughs> swag <laughs> I was just it's swag. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, I, there's a. It's weird being old, and then then like I was not that really. What, what happened? Like ten years ago, I was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Well, ten years I was go twenty. I'll be thirty this year. Back in the nineteen oh, hundreds. The late 1900s. Maybe back in the late <laughs> 1900s. Man, I'm uh, one of one of uh, my coworkers, one of Mike's former coworkers. Oof. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Former co-worker twice removed. I'm sorry. Too soon, bro. He said he he said he told me his son asked him how old he was. Oh, no, what year he was born in? He was like, I was born in 1989, and then his son, his son was all like, Dad, you're born in, in the 1900s." Oh, or something like that. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ike's like, I stuck the landing and got it. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. When I tell people I was born in 2000, I feel like everyone's oh. yeah, yep. Whoa. That's Wait. That's my brother is older than you. No, <laughs> no. You guys, you're, you're the same age as my brother, actually. Oh, am I? You're 23. Two? I'm 22. She doesn't know about 9-11. <laughs> I was not one yet. You're, I was nine months old when I so your birthday is this year coming up. Well, it or is every year, but <laughs> <laughs> it must be dog God, God, oh my. God. It's coming up though. Am oh, I right? yeah. coming. Okay. Oh. My birthday is in December. Okay, because my brother he's January, so right when it right when it hits the new year, he's already like. <laughs> Like this. Yeah, this yeah. year I turned 23. I don't think I'm having a birthday this year. <laughs> <laughs> this year, too. Hey, that's funny because, like, I was talking to this girl and she was like, Yeah, I'm 22. And I was like, Wait a minute. I was like, 22. I was like, 2000. You did like, math. I was like, Yeah, I did the math, surprisingly. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, She doesn't know about 9 11. I was like, You know about 9 11? Oh and yeah. she was like, what? Is she's like, what? And I'm like, this is everywhere. I, love this. <laughs> I was like, 9-11. She's like, oh, we learned that in school. I was like, I was there. <laughs> I, I wasn't physically there, but I saw it. <laughs> That's I, wasn't, I wasn't coherent, but I was nine months old. She was like, I know everything. <laughs> I was in fourth grade. Me too. At that fourth grade? Fourth grade. That's good times. I think I was horrible times. So I remember grade. like everyone was going home. Like because of it, mm-hmm. we're about to talk like, about 9/11. We're talk about 9/11. But like my parents came to my parents, well, my dad came to pick me up, and, and my, me and my sister, and we were like, "Oh, we're going home too." But we're, he was really just taking us to the doctor. If, if it hadn't been for that, we would have still been in school. Dad, there's a terrorist attack on the United States of America. We're going to the dentist. You know what, Ike? At least your parents went to get you. <laughs> I was watching every kid get picked up. Like, okay, it's gonna be my turn now, huh? Never. And, and I stayed like the whole sitting, time. You're, you're sitting there like, what is going on? Yeah, what's going like, on? And I swear, my teacher was upset that I was still there because they probably just wanted to go home. Yeah. And it's like, ah, you're going to have to babysit me. I remember, I remember like, I asked my dad, why is everyone going home? And then he was like, a plane hit a building. And I was all like, that could happen. Like, I, was, I, was, I was like really confused. Your on childhood that. mind was blown. It's like, was it an accident? Or I was so desensitized from like movies at that time. I just didn't comprehend it in that moment. Hmm. But yeah. Very, very, uh, yeah, we talked about 9-11, guys. We got 9-11 out of the way. <laughs> yeah. I wa- Why am I doing this? I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to make a confession. 
I don't know what I was doing when 9-11 happened. I, I don't remember anything. Wow. Yeah. I remember everything. I remember... <laughs> Yeah. I remember I watched Recess, Recess the movie. School's out. <laughs> and, every, and every time I go back and watch that movie, I think about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, I, wow. I, I haven't watched that movie like in years because of it. I just, oh it's my so, God. So it's 9-11 vibes. It's like, no, I can't. <laughs> He's going to be sitting there on the couch with like his... His girlfriend just be like, hey, she's like, what do you want to watch tonight? I don't know. He's on Disney Plus. It's like, oh, this recess school's out. <laughs> don't put it on. <laughs> <laughs> just so. <laughs> so, since we're all oversharing, and by we're all oversharing, I'm oversharing. Um, speaking of like a movie reminding you of something awful. Yeah. Um, so. When I was in 11th grade, I was playing Fallout 3 on my PS3. Great game. And I was doing the thing where I was trying to put as many landmines in a building as possible to then blow up the dog. Yes, I, I know, I know, it's awful, and I regret it. I think we've all been there. And I'm gonna regret it even more because, like, uh, while I was doing that over and over again, oh my god, Tyler, 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 you don't know what you did. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not ready for this. Uh, my dad came in, and he was. He said, "Hey, guys." <laughs> oh my god! No, I know what this is going. You gotta finish this now, hey guys. Um. Uh, it's time for y'all to say goodbye to Sparky because um, he unfortunately passed away. Oh, and uh, bear in mind, this is on Christmas Day. Oh my god! And I had given him a bath and walked him and everything. And yeah, Sparky passed away while you're trying and to blow up this dog and blowing up the dog in Fallout. Oh. <laughs> and after that, I don't think I picked up that game again for another five years. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have recess. We have fallout. It's fuck yeah. this up, guys. Who wants I, to share their trauma? I got another trauma story. Oh, here, oh, here we go. Okay. So I was, it's getting deep. Man. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell all the details. But this happened. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So yeah, there's like, I was probably like in my early twenties at the time, and I was hanging out. There's there's a girl that I like that I was hanging out with, right? Okay. And then, like, uh, and there was also... Man, I don't want to tell the story. Too late, bro. I'm getting this just thinking about it. Uh, but, okay, anyway, so, like... <laughs> this story's going to be so hard to tell, low-key. Okay, so, like, I'm, uh... I'm playing Mirror's Edge. My, uh, the girl that I'm interested in is at my place. And so is my friend who's at my place. Who I'm still friends with. So, you know, ain't no bad blood. But, uh, so, so I'm, like, playing Mirror's Edge. And I'm all, like, I'm all, like, the two of them have been gone for a minute, right? And so, like, I'm, like, I, like, and the people around the corner, and, like, <laughs> they're, they're basically making out, and I'm all, and I'm all, like, fuck. But, like, I'm so sorry. But it was, like, it was, like, a love triangle. But I've never played Mirror's Age ever again after that. <laughs> like, that was the last time I ever played. Damn, I, I never Age. even played a sequel. I was like, <laughs> I'm good on that game. <laughs> but yeah, tough, it's a tough story, but it's, it's funny at the same time. Wow. My heart goes out to you, dude. Oh. I mean, I don't, I don't care about her anymore, though. So. <laughs> uh, Man, this it, is getting yeah, real yeah. deep, guys. I almost Every, cursed, but I... We're getting real with Shaft. But I think the 5% volume... 
Alcohol. How do you pronounce it, Ike? Stella Artois. Stella Artois. Artois. Guys, cheers to all these traumatic stories and how they're related to video like, games like, like, and like, movies. Like. Somehow we're traumatic to mirror edge. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. God. You know buildings, you're hopping over buildings and uh okay. Going through buildings. Yeah. How do we go from talking about like music to Well, you know I Everybody listening, if you ever come to one of our shows, it's going to be a good time. You know? yep, yep, yep. That is the Seinfeld effect. <laughs> come to our show, talk about 9-11. I was there! She wants to do an autism lecture. Um, you know, All the good stuff. So I usually ask this question towards the end of the episode, or I actually don't actually do this anymore because this is his own separate thing. Uh, but what have you guys been listening to lately? Like, music-wise. Mm. Ah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've, I'm a big alternative fan, so just in that realm, I can go more rock, more, I guess, pop now. I wasn't the biggest pop fan mm-hmm. until I started dating my girlfriend, and she's, like, she recruited me, and it has now become a guilty pleasure. Um, but, yeah, alternative in general, but I must go to the Paramore concert in July. <gasps> Religiously Show. listening to them on repeat. I just like Mike said, their drummer is just amazing. Zach Faro is a beast. Yes. I agree. They've had a it lot is, of amazing drummers, but that guy. Yes, absolutely. And it's just I just respect him and her. Like that was like when I was nine years old and my brother and I were like cleaning the house, that would be on and we'd be like pretending like we were rock stars and like jamming out. Um, so yeah, that's Hell what yeah. I've been mostly listening to recently to prepare for that concert all over again. Nice. Okay, I'll go. I'll do it. So, uh, okay, how do I say this? I'm really into city pop. Um, I also had a random K-pop phase. <laughs> and for some reason, this last month, they have mixed together. And I don't know how. I don't know why. But I've been listening to a lot of remixed K-pop songs with city pop aesthetics. And it is, it is such a jam. I cook to that shit. I will, like, study. I would, like, draw to that. It's such a good time. Listen, if you're out there and you need a new playlist, K-pop, city pop. Go go look it up. It's good times. K-city pop. K-city pop. There you go. K-city pop. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> Might check it out. What about you, Pyro? What you been listening to? Uh, mostly a lot of metal, to be honest. Uh, Hell yeah, brother! Always <laughs> a metalhead. Um, a um, lot of uh, Sleep Token. Sleep Token's awesome. Uh, godly vocals, amazing. Yeah, they're alright, man. <laughs> 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 we was about to fight. <laughs> Please take us on tour with you. Uh, Sleep Token has amazing vocals. Uh, I would argue one of the best. Right at the moment, right now, Vessel is amazing, and his lyrics are just as amazing as his vocals. Um, other than that, like uh, Lowe's, British band, um, they they're definitely coming up. They are amazing as well. Uh, a local kind of, I guess they're from Brownsville, so I guess they're kind of local, you know. Wow. Twin Tribes. Uh, oh, I've heard of Twin Tribes from the Valley. Yes. Interesting. Twin Tribes. Uh, the, the music is so catchy. It's so good. It uh, feeds the goth in me, for sure. Nice. 
Uh, I saw them uh, last week, I believe. Axelrad. Really? Oh yeah, they were. They did a, a free a, show. Yeah, did a, like a free show. Yeah, we have a show that we should play with. Twin Tribes is amazing. Check them out, guys. Do it. I, oh, out. I can here. Tyler, you're that up. That you. I'm up. Um, I have been listening to so much Dayseeker in the last several months. Um, I say several, like two or three months. Um, just Rory Rodriguez, just phenomenal vocalist. And even his guitars and bassists are also incredible vocalists as well. Um, how would you describe Day their is like? Is it like post-hardcore? Uh, it, they kind of went from like metalcore, and they're they're kind of going more like into like wavy stuff, like yeah, s- synth wave. I, well, I don't um, know. Rory's other side project, a Hurt Wave, yeah. is well, that, that's, clearly, that's uh, like bleeding like, a lot into yeah. Dayseeker recently. Yeah, I'm all for it. I love that stuff. Um, I've also been listening to well for years now uh, the band Camino, which is okay. like pop rock music at this point um just banger after banger and they're i would say they're my favorite band of all time at this point uh another band i've been listening to is valley uh they're a canadian uh pop rock band and they actually were on tour with the band camino and that's how i found out about them i went to a band camino concert i think in 2019 and uh, they opened up for them and i was an instant fan they have a show in houston next thursday i still need to get tickets for that but i'm looking forward to that it's dope all right i don't know if you were here in the room but we're talking about what we've been listening to lately okay right after you said that but i'm back uh uh, me, what have I been listening to? That's a hard question. Uh, I usually listen to like. Okay, lately I've been I've been because I I, I, I I don't know how to freestyle right, so like lately I've been I, I would usually like listen to like beats, like on the way to work or like back and stuff like that. Um, and I'll just freestyle to it. So uh, that or like beats by like you you know who uh, knowledge is. Or like, of course. Okay, yeah, like knowledge type beats. I like search up type beats on YouTube, or or like if you know what side gun is, I'll just search up mm-hmm. what side gun type beats or Mavi type beats. Uh, but other than beats, uh, I listen to a lot of jazz for sure, a lot of Thundercat, um, a lot of Bill Evans, if you guys know who that is, uh, a lot of Herbie Hancock for sure. Um, Can't look uh, that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, there's even I've, I've even learned how to play like certain Herbie Hancock songs on bass, so that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, M83 for sure. That's in there. that's in my list. Rap wise, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. I mean, not lately. I haven't been listening to him lately, but he's definitely a favorite for for me. Um, but I mean, other than that, that's about it. Sweet. So what I've been listening to a lot lately has been a lot of pop punk. Obviously, because I'm in the new pop punk group, but um, because it's just that's just the shit that I love. Fall, well, I can't really say Fall Out Boy's pop punk, um, but like All Time Low, um, Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, uh, Paramore, um, everybody else from like those MySpace days and yeah. shit like that. But I'm a, like an elder emo too, so like I like listening to like Hawthorne Heights, of course like Fall Out Boy, Armor for Sleep, 
Um, Bayside. Uh, who's the other one? Um, damn it. I'm trying to figure out the other name of the other band. Silverstein. So I like, I don't know, my musical... My musical taste kind of changes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I hear one song in the morning, that's usually what I started off at. So, I started off with Creeping Death of Metallica, and then somehow ended up in, like, Tame Impala. Wait, <laughs> actually, there is another there is a type of music I've been listening to lately that I haven't even mentioned. Have you ever heard of a band called Azimuth? Azimuth. They're like a Brazilian band. Brazilian... They're in that jazz, they're like that jazz realm, but they have like kind of like a uh, kind of like a disco groove to okay. it too. It, it's all instrumental as well, like for the most part. They have like little vocals here, here and there, but it's like a kind of like Polythia in a way. No, it's more. It's more of like because they, they they formed in like the seventies, but they. Oh, okay, they, okay. So this is yeah, but back, 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 back. they yeah they went they lasted like up until like their keyboard keep like their piano player died. Like maybe like some years ago, not, not too like long ago, but um, okay. As I, I have no other way to describe it. It's just like Brazilian jazz, like lots of like unique drum, like like bongo sounds, like a uh, or uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like <laughs> hey, we need some of that. That was really good. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Might start, start beatboxing. <laughs> but I mean, uh, if you guys haven't heard Azimuth, uh, check that band out. Uh, that sounds it, it's. It's like a little niche band that I've found on YouTube just randomly, and, it's, and I've been like listening to them ever since. But yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Usually, sometimes too, like I like going into my little indie phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of the Aces? Guys no, heard of the Aces. No, I've <gasps> heard that name, but I'm not sure. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. It's this girl group from like I think Idaho. They're from one of the Mormon states, and they are so good. Wow, <laughs> they're so good. Um, They've been playing since like they're like thirteen or fifteen. They've had like a record deal for like a long ass time. You can find some of their stuff on Amazon. Um, but I discovered them a couple years ago with their like debut album, and it's so like nineteen seventy five, but f- like the female nineteen seventy five. I mean, we do have a female nineteen seventy five, which is was it Pale Waves? But uh, oh, they're really? so good. Yeah, man, Pale Waves is so oh, I, good. Dude, Dude, I fucking so saw good, them. Man. You saw them? I saw them a couple years ago. It was Sunbeam Flower, Sunflower Beam, whatever the name of that band, and and the Pale Waves. And then I saw Albert Hammond Jr. like two days later. Arguably, uh, arguably, I would say that they're just a little bit more catchier and consistent than the 1975. That's my perspective. But yeah. I, I think, think, well, Matt, I think, has a hand in it. Obviously, because it sounds just like them. But yeah, their yeah. their music is very more like poppy, catchy, yeah, and they kind of went good. to like a two thousands kind of face with their latest album, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, but I I like I like I like listening to like pop music like you that. You got great taste, man. I love it. I love. I'm I'm a sucker for pop music, dude. Fucking, I grew up in the like early 2000s, late 90s. Britney Spears, mm. Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, yeah, Backstreet yeah, Boys, yeah, yeah. Creed. No, Creed. No. <laughs> the greatest pop rock band of all time. Honestly, Creed. honestly, we can, yeah, yeah, yeah. unpopular opinion, 
Honestly, Creed is pretty decent, to be honest. Pyro. I like Creed. I don't know why they get shit on Creed and Nickelback are not that bad. Hey, Pyro, you gotta leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I don't get like the whole. I mean, I get the whole shitting on the like the bands because they're you know whatever. Yeah, I think it was just more so because they were overplayed. I don't think they're actually horrible musicians. No, Nickelback has some fucking bangers. There, there's some man. there's some good shit there for sure. Uh, Good shit that I probably would never jam, but there's some good shit. <laughs> Dude, if, sure D- if Dimebag Daryl Pantero can be like, hell yeah, I'll play with these guys, they got some shit going on. <laughs> Dimebag. Oh he, did he say that? I don't know. Dimebag did, Oh, he's dead. Never mind. Yeah, we can't ask him. <laughs> R.I.P. Rest in peace, Metal Hero. Um, But yeah, like, I like Nickelback. I'm not going to be a shiner all that that can be a good time if you're in the mood for uh, some trash. Spe- <laughs> Especially <laughs> Hero. Around, guys. That, from that <laughs> Spider-Man soundtrack? Hero? Hero. Uh, there goes my hero. <laughs> another great song from another great band. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters is one of my great. Oh, my favorite yeah, absolutely amazing. Does Nickelback have a hero is, song? Is it? Oh, it's... <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, that sounds just like Jack Crow. Oh, actually playing. <laughs> I just got a free live concert by Nickelback. <laughs> no, I, now I recognize it. Yeah, that was yeah. good. This is Pennyback. Penny you're not, not going to get a Nickelback. Here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Here comes the lawsuits. Here comes the lawsuits. You think? You think? Do you guys listen to any groups that like people kind of like... Would maybe look at you sideways if they heard you listening to it. Well, I did just say I listened to K-pop and city pop mixed together in one, so I think that would be mm-hmm. mine. But I mean, I think uh, everybody's kind of into that now lately. Yeah, but it's a specific audience. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I do. I don't. I listen. Know. To, I listen to. <laughs> I listen to OSTs from games. Like video game soundtrack. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I don't know what's lame right now. Everything's yeah. so damn fucking good and cool. You know what's a really good OST? What? Spiral soundtrack. Always. Oh, I'm going oh, to have yeah. to check that out. Especially yeah. from, because the, the <clears throat> Stuart Copeland, mm-hmm. the drummer from The Police, he he produced that soundtrack. Oh, really? Oh. Fucking amazing. So I'm gonna amazing. To, I'm going to have to look into this today. <laughs> I Excuse know me. a random fact about um, Spyro's soundtrack like, from the first one. I'm pretty yes. sure you know it, too. Yes. Um, the... There's this one song from, I think it's like the Wizard Mountain level on the first Spyro. It's the same song as the Amanda uh, Bynes, or the Amanda Show theme song. No way. Okay, no, I didn't know this one. What? Yeah. It's because it's produced by the same guy. Um, Yeah, if you go to, it's like Wizard Mountain Spyro soundtrack. And then you compare it to the Amanda you, show. Look at him right now. <laughs> I have to hear this. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll fuck it. Fuck it. Now that we're on Nickelodeon, because we might as well go there, Drake and Josh had one of the most bomb song openings ever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, Drake Bell was on like a... He's on a rock star level, dude. Like during those Nickelodeon days, he was like, yeah, yeah now he's here, just man. like, now man, he's something's now he's like in Mexico escaping shit and stuff like that. He is, he sells out. I don't know if stadiums, but he sells out something in Mexico for when, sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, when when Fifty Cent said, 
<laughs> Back in high school, you was the man. Yeah. He was talking, he was talking <laughs> to Drake Bell. R.P. Drake Bell, man. Drake, if you're ever listening to this, and I, I wish you, I hope you are, because this podcast is going to be big one day. Uh, I apologize. Bring us out to Mexico, though. <laughs> He's in Mexico. He's not going to listen to this. How dare they talk about me? Oh, oh, yeah. All right, I, I got it up. Um, and yes, Stuart Copeland was one who produced. Fucking both police, bro! Wow. He's one of the greatest fans ever. Oh my god, it is. So this is the Spyro. Oh, it's, it, it's the same song. I wonder if you can switch over. Probably will. Oh, the Sawzick is hitting me so much. Okay, so I won't play this too much because copyright. But um, come at me, Stuart Copeland. Or like sloppy, right? Let me ask you questions about the police show theme song. Do same thing. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I, yeah, I may have overplayed that. Wow. No, it's fine. She's she's delusional. I know that everybody listening right now, we uh, we open their mind to a lot of things today. Open my mind? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. I didn't, I don't, I didn't and I know a lot of useless facts. I didn't know that. Now it's useful in my head. That's now. a that's a good. It's a good party that's, opener. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys know Amanda Show? <laughs> Maybe we could like play that for like a random song. I thought we were gonna do SpongeBob. I mean, no, uh, you know, no. we'll do both. Yeah, why not? Wait, why not? You know, we should, we should do. Uh, are we like giving it away now? Oh, we're giving it. Away. We should do a Papa Rapper, Papa the Rapper song. Let's just go call ourselves Ass Mask. Do a uh, open mic and just play nothing but Nickelodeon covers <laughs> the entire set. Or let's let's actually do a cover set, right? But we all bring blankets and we cover ourselves. Wow! Put the cover on a band, all right? <laughs> 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 People are gonna be like, "Why are they wearing covers?" Oh, but they play really good songs. That's horrific, right there. I'm sorry. Enjoy your <laughs> moment of silence. <laughs> I think everybody listening needs this peace moment. I think everybody just take a breather, and whatever stress you are going through today, it's gonna be all right. Just breathe in. Exactly what Tyler's doing. I want you all to do that at home. Thank you very much. This was uh, your therapeutic moment for the day. How long have you been a zombie? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I kind of want to go back to the the original question that was asked at the beginning of this podcast. Like, what do you guys think we sound like? (laughs) Because I am still very curious on what all of you think about what we're doing here. And I'm super curious. Uh, I think, like, only two or three of us maybe answered. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, I think I said that every time someone asks me, I just kind of stare at them and go, because ah, I don't, like, I don't know exactly. Like, I know whenever you first, like, 
introduced the music to me, you were like, yeah, it's a mixture of in May 3 and the 1975 and this and whatnot. But, I mean, it's so hard because this feels, one, it's like something I've never played. It's like a mixture of, like, we have some, I wouldn't say necessarily rock, but, like, <laughs> something similar mixed with some poppy. It's got some heavy this, in there. got some heavy, but some poppy. And Tyler's voice isn't like all of the other like singers. Like he has his own unique I'm like voice. Adam Young from Owl City, but not <laughs> at all. I love Owl yeah. City. I heard that name in a while. We got some breakdowns in there. We got some breakdowns. So that that brings the rock side of things, and then it's just so like I don't know. That's such a hard question for me personally. I'm so bad with it. You answered that very well, though. Oh, thank it you so, so much. It's good. I now know that we're are selling ten thousand fireflies with uh, some breakdowns. <laughs> I actually saw Al City in concert. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow! Whoa! It was How a was long that? time ago. I think they opened for John Mayer like a decade ago. <laughs> that Sorry. is so <laughs> random. Weird combination. I yep. I love John Mayer. I love John Mayer. He gets time. a lot of flack, but yeah, he's amazing. Amazing. Which I don't know. One of the greatest guitar players of our of our time. He's really yeah, cool. absolutely correct. Yeah, right. The dude absolutely. sends me to like this emotional state when I hear certain songs. Like I remember listening to uh, what's the what's the one called Gravity. I remember hearing Gravity on the radio like when it came out like in '04. I was just like, "What is this?" I was like, "This is so good." And then waiting for the world to change. I remember seeing that on TV. With daughters, and I was just like, "All right, I'm ready for this strap in." And I just became a John Mayer fan ever since. Like, Continuum is a great album. It's a great album. It is a perfect album. You know, uh, I do this thing uh, wherever I'm stressed. I put on uh, an adult swim game called Robot Unicorn, and uh, I mute the sound and put on just John Mayer soundtracks. So it is so soothing. It relieves my stress. For everybody at home, go ahead and give it a shot. Is it a random playlist of John Mayer songs, or is it like a certain uh, album? Usually it's a continuum, but it's just random, and it just uh, brings me back down there. Room for Squares is a really good album, too. His kind of first, I guess you can say, album? First EP? LP? Whatever. Mm -hmm. I never understand the EP, LP language. I never get it. I still don't know, but we're making an EP. Yeah. I know EP is shorter, right? Yeah. yeah. EP is shorter, LP is longer. I have a real question. How do you know if it's an EP or an album? Is is seven songs an album? I think five to six is, is like EP. Seven songs is an album or not? It's it's five or six, right? I thought EP. it was five or six. I think four I think to five that, is EP, like and then like so ten or eleven or twelve is like LP. I think. An almost album or uh, too much EP? Still an EP. <laughs> too much EP. <laughs> not enough EP. We should create something new. The, the band Camino released an EP. 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 Eight P-O. songs. Mm-hmm. So. It's F- FP. It comes after uh, the band Camino re- released an EP in 2019, but it has like eight songs on it. Okay. So. All right. So I guess we're releasing an EP, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. You know what? Let's look. Let's look that up. That up. I like these fun facts. So then people we're are not like, I don't know what the difference is because I don't know what the difference is either. They EP and they're like, what is an EP? What is what's an EP? Uh, <laughs> Epcot? Is that what is what is the difference between like? <laughs> 
Life's questions are about to be answered right now. Okay, an album or LP long play refers to a full-length body of work features between 7 to 29 tracks and has a running time of roughly 35 to an hour. An EP extended play refers to half-length body of work features four to six tracks and has a running time of roughly 15 to 22 minutes but can be up to 30 minutes. Who the fuck is doing 29 tracks? <laughs> Drake? 29 tracks. Man, have you heard of Drake AI? Yes. Wow, that's crazy, swag, right? Swag, dude. It is I, I, Like, I played it back. I like. I was like, man, this is fire. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Drake. <laughs> Drake did a wonderful job. It's so good. It's, it's just... <laughs> did you hear what he had to say about it, though? I know he didn't like it or something. Yeah, right? yeah, he was really upset about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get where he's coming from, but that shit's just too far. <laughs> Sometimes things have to exist. Which is funny because, like, all the other people who are getting AI'd are kind of like, oh, that's cool. Just give me credit. You know, oh, where yeah. credit is. But Drake is kind of like, nah, dog. Nah. I'd be like, hey, relax, bro. You're making good, some good music right now. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you don't even have to do that's anything. All you, man. That's all you. <laughs> have you guys used, like, the AI chat, like, stuff like that? I haven't. That I is have. so crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But as an artist, I, even, I am against it. I don't think I, used, I haven't used to make music or anything, but yeah. like just so only the, screwing the, around the animation side. Oh, uh, I, don't I don't know too much about the music I, 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 I have talked to, I don't think it was chat GP3, but I talked to something similar. Mm-hmm. And like I had like a three hour conversation <laughs> with it. Really? Like, and then I was like, oh, let me find another one. And then I, then I had like, uh, the whole time I was trying to like, Trying to get them to break character, which I which I was able to do. You're trying to get the AI to break character. Yeah, what like, character was the AI? Because they think that they're alive, and I'm all like, I'm all like, that's are you really I, sure? I, yeah, my friend has talked. We we saw this video where they were talking about it. It's really scary, mm-hmm. super scary. You convinced the AI to? Well, I mean, it actually I didn't. Okay. No, the second one, yeah, because it was the different story now. But the first one was all like, I was all like, I didn't know we had two stories. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I may have associated for a bit. So that's on me. Two accounts from the same person. Oh, overall, that shit is kind of is like it's terrifying. Wild, yeah. yeah. And when when they start implementing, when they start like having like actual voices, like, and you start talking like that. Why don't you talk about your Skyrim AI mod? Oh, yes. Oh. Is project on Skyrim? No, I never got into Skyrim. Uh, it's also known as Scrim. Scrim, yes, Scrim. It's not. <laughs> but uh, it, you, you might not. It might not hit you as big as it hits me. But like, and, but you know, you know what Skyrim is, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you know, in the game, your character, your character is silent the whole time. Mm-hmm. You just, you're basically just saying, "Oh, I say this, I say that." Well, I have like, there's like this mod that I have where. Um, you can basically get a choose a voice, and then like I see you, you generate it, and then like it it lets your character speaks in speak in game, and like so my character's all like he's like throwing gestures and stuff like that, like, <laughs> like where have you been, where where have you where you been going with this with this dude or like I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I like how you had to stand up for that. But I mean, he's, he's, he's actually like moving with it. I, I, I'm a, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could show y'all or. If y'all would want to see it, we can see after. Okay, I'll show it to you after. But do you? Does, I'm, do, I'm like, does the rest of y'all play video games? I know Mike said he does. Yeah, I'm addicted to a couple games right now for sure. 
Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or PC? PC, 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 Master Race. Master Race? That's a thing. Yeah. Master Race, yeah. Like, somebody said that a couple of years ago. Master Race. Yeah, you man. see how that ended? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now we're going back to traumatic. Okay, viewers, is it okay to say PC Master Race, or is that not PC? That's not PC. Anyways, okay, I am... Well, obviously, when you guys walked in, you saw my massive PlayStation 5. I've been a PlayStation head for, like, ever. Since 97. Respect. Is, so. it, is it more of, like, just, just like, bias against everything else? Or is it like- no, I've, I've tried Xbox. I had a 360 for a while, okay. and I liked it, but it just wasn't meeting up to par with okay. everything else. So I was just like, I'm just going to go back to PlayStation. Uh-huh. And I've been PlayStation. I've also been... Nintendo too. Like okay. my first game console was my mom's Game Boy, like the the gray brownish kind of looking one. Mm-hmm. That was my first console ever. So I've been like playing games for like a very long time, but like s- strictly stuck to PlayStation. What, so. what game? What kind of games do you play? Uh, third person, obviously role playing. Uh, I do a lot of sports games well, because role playing, and you've never played Skyrim. I just wasn't in. I didn't get into the phase. Like it was like. Uh, 10, 12 years ago. Okay. Like, I, I know everyone was talking about it, but I was just like, I don't want to like spend time doing this. I get you. So, uh, you, you didn't miss out, though. I gotta, I gotta mention it. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> it's okay. I brought it up on purpose. Okay. Because okay. I know you love that so much. I can talk to, I can talk to He can talk day. endlessly. If you ever want to have a podcast about Skyrim, he is the guy right there, for sure. I think I know somebody who does... Bring Skyrim them together. On their podcast, Bring them together, really? and it would I, be the most. I think I have moment. to go and look and see if I can find them. Do you mind if I ask some questions to everybody real yeah, quick? Go ahead. I'm, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very curious. You have uh, I know we've had some of these conversations before, um, but I just want to know uh, for the viewers out there, of course, what's everybody's influence on what they like are playing their instrument. What got you into music, and what's keeping you going? If you don't, if you guys don't mind answering that question, answer yours first. Mine? Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, uh, fuck. Okay. Put uh, yourself on the spot. Yeah. It's, how dare you <laughs> turn this on me? Okay. Ultimate Fuck. Um, what's got me going in music? What inspired me? Okay. Um, I used to love this band called Avenged Sevenfold. Amazing band. Um, I still love them till this day. Uh, their drummer, the Rev, amazing drummer. I have never heard, except for Paramore, I've never heard another band have a song that is a single, singles Bat Country, where the drums are this crazy machine that you would never hear in any sort of single song ever. Usually the single is safe, right? You have the drums just doing this very standard in the pocket beat. The Rev, no, he decided to go all out. But the fact that you don't notice it, the fact that it doesn't stand out is what makes it absolutely amazing. You know you have a great song and you know you're doing your part in the song when what you are doing isn't the focal point and it doesn't stand out. So it's, it's those kind of things that influenced me. Um, I had a drum set as a kid. I picked it up. It was really trashy. It was really horrible. Played on it. Good time. Made a band. All those bands sucked. Uh, made a bunch of other bands. It was a great time, too. And now I'm here still going because I'm on a mission to finish a story. And it's really great that all of you are here for that. So it's keeping me going right now with music is finishing that for sure. But, uh, yeah, lovely things for sure. 
wants to go next? What was the question? <laughs> yes, please repeat the question. <laughs> the question is, what influenced you guys to get into music and play your instrument, and what is keeping you going with it? So for me, I'm sorry. Um, what got me into music was a lot of different things. Obviously, like I said before, I grew up in the late to early 2000s, um, I mean the late 90s, early 2000s, so I saw the transition of like pop to pop punk, Green Day, you know, my parents had MTV, my parents are very young, so I saw like this whole music, like, um, I, ad- not adventure, but like this whole music scene changed before my eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, aside from like music from like MTV, uh, my parents showed me uh, like blues music, like Stevie Ray Vaughan, huge influence in my life. Obviously, I can't play like him; I can never come close. But he is a huge influence who I uh, I strive to be like that work ethic, just a very strong like like uh, what's it what's it called like a workhorse ethic, just, just grinding, just putting out yeah, that good shit, you know. Um, you know, Green Day, obviously, like, pop punk music has been another, like, big influence of why I'm still doing this because, it's like, I enjoy it. And it's, like I said, it's cool because it's coming back around for me because it's, like, I love this music. Wish you could play in the band, and now I'm in the band. So it's keeping me going, like, this music and just all these other influences and blues, Spanish music. It's everything that I've been through musically is keeping me going now that I'm back in it because it's mm-hmm. like fuck yeah it's like all these influences I can use to my advantage now I think I answered the question that was a really beautiful answer that was, wait uh, you said you listened to Spanish music who unzip their pants <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was the fanny pack oh I was like Mike what are you doing <laughs> where is this podcast going gang you said you listened to Spanish music yes have you heard of a song called Bebe Dame it's not here I don't think so. Ignore the zip. Just look it up, and then you'll thank me later. <laughs> I'm scared now. It's, it's, it's really good. <laughs> like, I listen to a lot of, like, traditional Spanish music that's here from, like, Texas, like the Hano music, Cumbia music, uh, very traditional, you know, classical stuff like that. Okay. Um, and then also, like, salsa and reggae and all that other stuff, dude. Like This song is more like, man, if I told you about what it meant, you'd be like, damn. Uh, Deep. It's, 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 I don't know if you want to know what it's about, but it's, it's about e- eating a certain thing that you don't eat. You only eat at a special time. But uh, it's, 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 it's just, right. yes, it's a breakfast burrito. But are you, are you talking about, you know? Yes. But it's in Spanish. It's in Spanish. It took my, uh, my coworker telling me oh. what, it, what it was about for me to notice. I was like, "Hey, have you heard this song? This song is really great." And she's like, "You you know what the song is really about?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "She was she told me," and she and I was all like, "I see why I like this song." <laughs> it all comes together, huh? <laughs> I think I think listening to music that's not in English is great. Because yeah, it kind of yeah. opens our mind to a lot of mm-hmm. different things. Like, I like listening to indie music from Argentina and Brazil. That's what I'm saying. Brazil Brazil makes good music. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Just, just like that band, Azimut, that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. The bassist from that band has a daughter. Her name's uh, Sabrina Malhieros. 
Um, but she makes like really good music. Her she has like a really nice jazzy groove and like a it's since Boston Nova they got down there. Yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking sick. It's sick. It's pretty sick. Tyler, do you want to go? Sure. Um, so for me, for singing, apparently I've been singing since I was like three. Um, my mom recounts me uh, being in a floaty in a public pool, just like belting out Backstreet Boys and NSYNC um, as like a three, four year old. And uh, although it's weird because I didn't take vocal lessons until two years ago. Um, and then when it came to uh, my other instruments, uh, I'll say that my parents are both, uh, they're both Vietnamese and they were uh, born in Vietnam and uh, they didn't have musical instruments growing up because uh, they didn't have that much money. And uh, when they had my brothers and me, uh, they really wanted us to learn instruments. And so they got uh, a piano for us. And I hope I'm saying this right in that uh, a piano in a house in Vietnam is like a sign of a status. And so... Okay. So, oh, so is that why... And I'm sorry if this is not PC, but is that why a lot of Asians kind of drift towards the piano? I could imagine so, honestly. Like, I mean, it's a beautiful instrument. It's yes. very, like... You can do so many things yeah. on it. Because I... Obviously, you know, the, the jokes and stuff like that, or like the piano, like you play for the piano, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like when you said that, I was like, oh, maybe that's why they all have pianos. To me, interesting. The, the piano is the is the gateway to all other instruments. True. Like with that, with the piano, you learn the foundation of how sound works, and like you can translate that onto guitar. I know there's a lot of piano pianists. They learn bass really easy, and that and the fact that they can learn bass after that allows them to transfer over to guitar. Mm-hmm. And another funny thing is a lot of drummers somehow are able to transfer over to piano as well. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works. Though. I wish. I'll say that... I'll say that piano allows you to visualize uh, the, the musical scale uh, quite easily just because everything's right in front of you. It's laid out in a linear fashion. And then piano is technically a percussion and a string instrument and so I can see why it would be uh, applicable to those who play percussion mm-hmm. right um, but yeah uh, my brothers and I were actually forced to play piano um, I had a kind of a natural ear for it but I still had to really practice mm-hmm. um, and honestly I hated it I, I, bet. Ha- I hated it up until seventh grade and I was playing classical music, which at the time I did not appreciate. And I was like, this is really dorky. I feel like that stereotypical Asian kid that like just plays piano because he's Asian, right? But and it's not cool. But I started listening to some music that I uh, that had piano in it because of the um, miracle that is YouTube. And I found uh, groups uh Musical artists that play piano that I felt found were fantastic. What was the first song that you, not the first song that you learned, but the first song that you wanted to learn that you learned? The first song I learned that I wanted to learn was uh, The Scientist by Coldplay. Because oh, wow. um, it's just piano throughout. And uh, Coldplay was a big influence for me. 
I think, and, and Vanessa Carlton was also really big for me. And I, I think who really like saved me from giving up on music was uh, Ben Folds, and he's uh, like at this point a world-renowned uh, pianist. Uh, he sings, but like I, I wouldn't say he's the greatest, but he's he's never touted himself as that. Um, it's just incredible. He's written a straight-up concerto for orchestra and piano. I, I got I got to see that live. That was cool. Uh, um, seventh grade onwards, like that just helped me uh, establish my uh, way I comp when I play the keys and sing at the same time. And then saxophone, I started when I was in sixth grade, and I picked saxophone because my older brother played saxophone, and I was like, he could teach me, and I could be better than other people. And um, PJ, I I don't know if you didn't really teach me too much and that that's okay um <laughs> but I, I figured things out and i uh, uh, my older brother was really competitive uh in band and uh, he and i are would you say three years apart if i'm if i was a freshman when he's a senior is that three years or four years that's the three years I, I don't know math right now sorry um so three years apart um after he graduated, I would um, uh, he'd leave, and then everyone would expect me to pick up the pace. And um, I think after my first year of trying out for Oklahoma All-State, yes, I'm from Oklahoma, um, and not passing to the third round, uh, I was pissed. And I was like, no, I'm going to make this. Cause what, what is Oklahoma All-State? Like All-State band refers to... Um, pretty much all the schools in the state of Oklahoma. Um, they send their best students or those who want to try out for the band to compete for a single, like, probably 100-piece band. Um, I competed for that one, and I also competed for the uh, Oklahoma All-State Jazz Band, which is, I think, about a 20-piece band. And um, my junior and senior year, I ended up making both of those bands. Because nice. I was well, kind of out of spite because I was like, no, I'm going to show everyone that I can do it. Yeah. And that's how I got into jazz. And from there on, I played in jazz band from high school all the way through college. And so that's how I learned to play all those instruments. <laughs> what keeps me going? I know you had that answer. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a good one. Uh... I would love to make music a full-time thing at some point in my life. Uh, whether that's a musical artist, thank you for the fist bump, Mike. Uh, whether that's a musical artist, um, a songwriter, uh, producer, whatever. Um, I went through four years of college, four years of dental school, and an extra year of training after that that I mentioned. And all that to say that dentistry's okay. Like uh, I, I like it. it. It's there's many satisfying aspects to it, but like music's my passion. I, I love music. It's like, and it'd be a good fallback in case like you know you do go full time in music and then so it's like oh, okay I guess it didn't work out and you're like I can go back to this right. Ima- yeah, imagine a life where you can fall back to being a doctor of sorts. Had a decent uh, situation, and so feel like i should take that opportunity while i can oh yeah i think i'm glad you're taking that opportunity yeah. i think all yeah, of us would love to do that like just to fucking make music or make content like all day just make it our job yes 
<laughs> I was like, are you going to say something? <laughs> um, I mean, I started, like, of course, growing up, my mom was saying I was banging on everything, and then just, whatever, of course. <laughs> Um, but then, uh, I think fifth grade, I was introduced to Blink-182 for the first time. Not to be a very, I feel like it's a stereotypical drummer thing to say, but Travis Barker was what, like, really got me yeah. into drums. And, yeah, he's phenomenal, and it was just, like, very... <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna say it, just, just go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot, and I... I was just really, really excited. That was, like, probably my first band obsession was Blink-182 growing up. And then, um, of course, I got obsessed with drums, and I was really invested, so I begged my dad to get me a drum set. He was like, well, if you make percussion in junior high, I'll get you a drum set. Um, so sixth grade comes, and I, I made it and stuck with it for years, um, like, all through high school and whatever. And, I mean, he got me – he didn't give me the drum set, but that's okay. Um, I ended up getting one, and I pretty much taught myself drum set-wise. Drum set um, I had a neighbor who helped me, um, and then I had uh, a friend, a longtime friend from church, actually, and they, they really helped me set up for, like, at least my, my basics and, of course, drumline for forever. Um, I was actually going to be a music major as well, um, but no, that made me, like, hate music, so yeah. <laughs> Immediately, no. And then, uh, yeah, so I've been mostly, like, Tool, Danny Carey, like, um, him as a drummer, and then, of course, Paramore. Paramore mm -hmm. has been my inspiration for at least, like, while I've been contributing to, like, making music, Paramore has been, like, the biggest inspiration. And, um, of course, just being, uh, the way that they're an inspiration for me, of course, like, that's my goal, and that's what keeps me going, is being in, uh, an inspiration, especially, like, uh, female drummer, like that's not super super common. So that would of course be pretty cool one day. Before anybody else speaks, I just want to apologize to our listeners. It's very fucking hot in here, so I had to turn on the AC. So if you hear this humming and drumming, I'm sorry. That I really it's Texas. Yes, it's, <laughs> yes, it's Texas in here May. In Texas. But uh, all we have left is uh, main character. Main character, yeah. Uh, what I recall got me into playing guitar was uh, my best friend at the time introduced me to this virtuoso called Buckethead. Hell yeah! Oh, not Buckethead. And I remember what really <laughs> stuck with me was how he could make you feel with just playing guitar, like no lyrics, just you know a basic drum beat, and just him just playing the hell out of a guitar. And I heard that, and I told myself, I, I want to do that. I want to make people feel just like just playing guitar. Like, I don't want to do anything, like, fancy or anything. I just want to, like, play. I could just play one note and make people feel what I feel with that one note. I, I feel accomplished. So that, I think, was one of the main people who got me into playing guitar um, another one throughout the years, even till this day, uh, the guitar player slash vocalist of Trivium. It's Matt Heafy, baby. Yes. Oh, my God, Matt Heafy. The work ethic of that man is godly. Amazing. That man, he's never not doing anything. He's always yeah. playing guitar for his band, managing other bands, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, streaming. 
He's doing all kinds of things does, every day. Yeah. Person. I didn't know that. And, he's um, an enthusiast, too. Yeah. Oh. He, he's always doing something, and he's always doing it with a smile on his face, and he's just having a blast with life, and that's what I want to do as well. And then recently, uh, um, I've always loved the Deftones. Um, not as much as now. Like I've, I've dabbled into Deftones over the years. But recently, the last couple of years, uh, I've dove deep into this, their uh, discography. And I just absolutely fell in love with the Deftones. And um, just uh, how they can create just these giant songs with just simple melodies, simple guitar riffs, and just the power of Chino's vocals and just the right things at the right time. Um, that uh, just really like um, inspires me a lot. So that's a uh, that's just some of the things. There's, there's a lot of more people and bands that have inspired me, but I, I think those are some of the main ones. Are we both Matt Heafy guys? We are, yes. Oh, Matt Heafy boys, right here. Oh, Matt yeah. Heafy, dude. I think you're the first person I've ever met that said Buckethead influenced him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, nobody mentions, but they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, Steve Vai or Joe, Joe Satriani or Buckethead? Steve Vai he does not. He does not get a lot of love, and he should. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, the dude is pretty Buckethead's badass. amazing, yes. If I could um, ask one last question, if you guys don't mind. Ask as many questions okay, as you want. Okay, guys. So, we do have a single coming out this summer. Um, it's called With Friends. And I just want to know, what's everybody's take on this single? If you were to tell someone about this song that's going to come out at the beginning of June... Like, how would you hype them up? What would you tell them? What's your favorite parts about the song? Bro, it slaps. <laughs> it's a bop. Check it out. It keeps you going. And uh, it's definitely a treat to people that... Uh, I don't know, to people that... <laughs> listen, I don't know. Listen, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just listen to the damn song. It's such a like I feel like we were forcing between two songs, but this one like it definitely sets you up for summer and really like gives those summer vibes and like I think we've talked about it before, like just driving in the car and like like put your hand out the window. Like, it's just a fun vibe. song. It's so fun, it's very head boppy and like Really feel, really feel the vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. When Mike sent me the song, he was like, "Hey, check it out." I was like, "Wow, this is so good." Yeah. I was like, "This is dope." Hell yeah, I'm gonna be fucking listening to this shit a lot. Tyler really brought in the vocals with mm-hmm. that, like, forced the melody. Everything instrument wise was already like it was already pro- like giving that vibe. Yeah, it was already there. And then of course Tyler comes in and does his thing. Yeah, you, 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 your vocals on the song is really good. Oh, thank you. Very good. Yeah, um, my partner Hannah and I uh, worked p- pretty hard on this song. Um, it, it was weird because, like, well, I'll get those periods where I'll just sit there and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, and then just suddenly I'm just like going at it, and I just can't stop. And um, I think my favorite part, and everyone's favorite part, is the uh, pre-chorus section and and when y'all hear it you'll know because it transports you to the feeling of driving with your window down in in the summer and 
Hannah actually wrote the vast majority of those lyrics, and I came up with the melody for that. And I'm just I'm very proud of what we were able to uh, accomplish, and combining that with just the amazing talents that our band has, um, I'm just so excited for y'all to hear it. I'm excited. I mean, I heard it, and I'm excited to, for like everybody else to hear it because it's really good. It's really good. I, I applaud you guys. I have the applaud. <laughs> can't hear but, um, but no yeah I, I'm excited for, for y'all single to come out so when this episode drops it'll probably be out like that next week so it'll be close it'll be probably three weeks before it happens but yeah okay. it'll be pretty close so uh, if you're listening yeah. to this right now you know in a couple weeks go ahead and check it out on Spotify it might be <laughs> pre-save available get hyped Ooh. Follow us nice. on Instagram. Yeah, shop twenty nine music on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we can play a show together. That'd be dope. That'd be great. We're we're looking to play more shows after this one coming up in June. Hell yeah, so, dude! You should totally hit up yeah. uh, where comfort lies. We we play pop punk music. Our lead singer also plays the ukulele, too. That's a different thing. Yeah, so it's like. I was like, dude, you're doing this whole never shout, never shit. And he was just like, no. And then I heard it, and I was like, oh, it's really good. He did an EP, uh, 2019. And uh, I went back and listened to it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so indie, so poppy. And then, like, his newer stuff is, like, pop punk. You know, more overdrive, more crunch, and stuff like that. So I'm very excited for our show, uh, May 5th, so... But like I said, it'd be dope if we if we get to play a show with you guys. Absolutely. I really want to play a show with everybody that I've had on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. That'd be great. We just have like a little festival and just throw ourselves and we all just play together. Hell yeah! The Northside Festival. Northside Fest. No, Let's, do right Let's do it right now. Let's do it. Just don't get the people from Day and Night and Free Press Summer Fest involved because you saw how that worked out. Glad yeah. you have my back. <laughs> of course, yeah. We, I got everybody's back. I like, I like to, I like to give everybody their flowers, but I also like to be that person. So like, hey, you guys, if you need anything, if you want to come on, if you want to shoot the shit, like I'm always available. I like being that person, even though some people like to take advantage of that. Yeah. I'm still kind of like fuck it. Like, hey, anybody wants to be cool? Anybody wants to hang out? Anybody wants? To, I'm I'm up to it, you know. Yeah. But I'm also there to help people and look out for them too, because I don't want anybody to get in trouble. I don't want nobody to like call me and be like, hey, so take down that right now. <laughs> Which that's happened take before, down that right now. like four or five times. Oh, we gotta take a selfie, don't we? Yes, we will actually. Well, we can, y'all can take a selfie right here. But this is the, the the flag that everyone takes a picture with. So, um, yeah, if y'all want to take a selfie during the show, that'd be that's during dope. the show. During the show, during selfie the show. during show selfies. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the chin thing And we Wait. just took a selfie during the. Uh, that's that's, that's that a first. A that first. That's a first. That's a first. Go like and subscribe. Was that selfish? <laughs> All right. Selfish. I like selfish. Okay. Fishes. All right. Anyways. <laughs> oh, no. The dad jokes continue. <laughs> All the way up to the very end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So shop twenty nine, June 20, June seventeenth. Correct. June eighteenth. June eighteenth. 
too much information yet. Okay. It's not finalized, but June 18th is just the day of the show. And okay. if we have our social media, there will be a lot more details then. Go okay. ahead and uh, follow us on Instagram. Put all our updates in there. Shop 29 Music. Please follow us. I need your attention. We have, <laughs> we have some dope pictures, by the way. Yeah. Really dope pictures. It looks very good. Very June, good. June, eight, June 18th. I don't know who this June is, but she keeps eating teeth. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 So by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be like close to that date. I think it's May twenty seventh. I think your guys' yeah, episode. I think yeah, that's what I remember reading. He chopped yeah. and screwed his own voice. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's when the episode comes out. I don't know. I I, I forget. Okay. But that's why I have this board. Perfect. Oh, how organized you are! Oh, May is a super busy month for me. So. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. How much did all of these little panels? <laughs> or just say, was it expensive or was it affordable? Um, it's affordable. So okay. these panels that I bought were from Amazon. They like came like 50, 40, right? yeah, 50. 50. And it was like yeah. $45. Okay. So I bought two, like two of them. So it's like a hundred something bucks. Oh, right. Do you think it made a difference? So. I need to put more stuff in here okay. to kind of kill out the. I need to do a lot of shit actually. And I say this every time there. somebody comes in. Like when they when they came into their show, I was like, "Yeah, by the time next year y'all come, I'll have a couch and everything." Obviously not. Where um, is that couch? It's it's here in our in our in spirit. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say a pun. Oh, no, that's a song. It's somewhere in the curb somewhere. <laughs> street couch. <laughs> Shout out to street couch. That's a podcast. Um, but no, like yeah, one one of these days I'll I'll I was just waiting till my rent. So my release was like renewed, which it still hasn't. But I don't know. I paid rent, so technically they can't kick me out. But hopefully, like I'll put a, uh, not a I'll put a carpet. I'll have some decent seatings and make everybody feel more comfortable. And hopefully, buy a fan that's not loud. Unless they're going like. Woo! So do you guys have any last words before uh, we close out this episode? Follow us on Instagram, ha ha he he poo poo pee pee do dee do dee do underwater squat. I think that's it guys, thank you. I think that's all we have left in the tank. <laughs> so yes. Oh wait, I forgot I'm the host. Um, so yes, guys. Master. If you're <laughs> dungeon dungeon master, um, yeah. So follow Shop Twenty Nine. Get ready for some of their music. I know some of you guys here are local. I know you Houstonian. You like to support your local music scene. Yeah. Support these guys. They are a great ragtag bunch of people i it's nice to know all you guys now like we all vibe we are all connected we are all in that thing like an avatar that's connected which is weird this did um, get very deep i still didn't even see that movie i don't even give a shit about it uh <laughs> you, you, you said ragtag uh, i don't dress in rags but i like to play tag 
I thought we said we were done. All right, before before anybody else says anything else. All right, so thank you guys for coming on so much. For you know, for Mike for reaching out. You know, like I said. When I told Mike, I was like, yeah, you're always welcome to come on. Same as Dalton and everybody else. Like, you guys are always welcome to come on. If you got new stuff, come on, talk about it. Hell yeah, so. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks for coming on on a Tuesday. Dungeon Master. Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's racist. Um, Taco Tuesday. He was done saying stuff, and now I need to be done saying stuff. So, all right. So, this has been been Inside the Northside Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry for the humming. It's hot as fucking here. Uh, Yeah, follow Shop 29. Check out some of their music. and yeah, support your local music scene, support your local artist. And uh, yeah, so I'll see you guys later. Have a good night. God bless. Peace. And I'll see you guys next episode.